Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. It is a great day for talk. Radio Frank Stronach is with me in the studio, and uh, we're throwing it around the horn based on a lot of the chapters in his book, The Question of All Questions, Where Do We Come From, Where Are We Going? A Roadmap for Building a More Civilized Society. A lot of that predicated, obviously, though, on a robust economy, and therein lies the tale. I mean, Frank, you understand all of this because you built Magna into an international behemoth if the economy doesn't function, nothing else will function. We have to understand that. Well, you know what? They don't teach that financial literacy in schools. They don't, they don't, we're not. Sort- it's the problem with schools is uh, most teachers mean well, right? They're idealistic, but still there is some practicality to everything. We got to teach the young kids if the economy doesn't function, nothing else will function. And sometimes if a, if a company makes a profit, then the teachers would say, that's not impossible. They, uh, that's, uh, they must take advantage of somebody. Otherwise, you can't make a profit. If a company doesn't make a profit, then, uh, then society suffers because you have unemployed. And right. The more unemployed you have, the more people will suffer. Well, all right. What's your sense? I mean, you see governments always getting in the way and stifling competitiveness. In fact, the carbon tax that uh, the province is going to fight in, in the courts that Trudeau is planning to impose here, even Trudeau backed off yesterday saying, well, we've got to maintain competitiveness in our major in- industries, you know, like cement and steel and fertilizer and stuff like that. Uh, you know, how do we do that? Donald Trump is just reduced corporate and personal taxes in america uh he's trying to give every advantage he's even reduced today uh emission standards on automobiles uh so that they're not penalized and a lot of the people uh the environmentalists are saying oh well this is like putting in 30 new coal plants so frank let me ask you here in canada first of all uh are we stifling competitiveness of our industries yeah we have too much bureaucracy it's t- too much. Like sometimes when they listen to, uh, you know, where, uh, and again, uh, they disagree with business, right? Uh, I never hear, well, the way, if we lift up the minimum wage at a certain $15 or it's too high, right? That's, that's, that's not so. What we what we what we fail to say is let's lower the cost. Let's uh, let's uh, cut the bureaucracy down. The wages could be raised to the employees. Right, and thereby they have more purchasing power. So we go in it about the wrong way. Let's cut the, and again, I'm using always the example, you can have a factory, the workers can work as hard on the factory floor, but if there's too many, too many people in the offices, too much overhead, the company will not be competitive. The same thing holds true for a country. 
All right, so we've got to be competitive. Donald Trump's trying to make America competitive. He wants to repatriate all that offshore money as well as bring manufacturing back. Do you think he's doing the right thing? Well, uh, I think basically he's doing the right thing. I know him personally, and uh, of course we uh, we all would say we are what we are, right? If he 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 is being elected because he, he is an original, he says things the way. The way he feels it, and, so, and that's why people elected him. Huh? Sure. If he would be, if he would say things a little different, they he would he would come over as a phony, right? Right. Okay. You might disagree with him. We all would use maybe a little different language the way we do. We would express ourselves. But basically, what is he saying? He's he's saying to business, listen, you guys, if you wanna if if you wanna move all your production offshore. Thereby, that's bad for American workers. I tell you what, I mean, I don't let you, you can build a warehouse, but your, your taxes would be so high that it doesn't pay. So really what he's saying, uh, look, we got to produce here, we got to do production in America. So that's the essence what they're saying. What's wrong with that? Huh? You mean uh, the problem with America was you had on the one hand, you had Wall Street. On the one hand, you had the large unions, and they were squeezing business. So business took the easy way out. And so let's go to China, and then we create a warehouse and ship in. But that's not the answer. This is the answer that a country will go broke. All right. So uh, we've even seen manufacturing leave Ontario. And uh, I know your successor at Magna, Don Walker, who's also related to you, he said he wouldn't build any new plants in Ontario just because this uh, is no longer a competitive environment. Carbon taxes imposed and things like that. So what does Ontario need? Well, I mean, when I run Magna, I, we, I built so many factories, right? At the same time, I tried to caution the governments, look, we got to reduce, you got to reduce overhead. Let's zero in what's important for the worker and what's, and what's important for business, right? When, uh, when uh, you know... Uh, when uh, I avoided run-ins with the with the other workers' union, but uh, at that time, uh, you know, I said to Bus Hargrove, "Bus, we got to sit down. We gotta we gotta come up with uh, with uh, with a new framework on so there's there's it's tough enough to be competitive uh, if everything works fine. But how can you be competitive? Be competitive if you if you fight and if you have uh, if you have great problems. So I said it shouldn't be that difficult." to put on one page what's important for the workers and on one page what's important for business. And we call that a framework based on social economic justice. Social economic justice, right? And we, uh, he said, look, I'm kind of I'm worried that I might not get it through with my union. You know that right, that, sure. that that new contract, but he got it through because he had a great reputation, and uh, and I got for me it was a little easier. Uh, uh, you know, I I just I just told the managers, look, we got a new framework, we give it a try. Well, yeah, and it's obviously uh, borne out uh, in your success at, at Magna. Yes, it did. I would say yeah. it, it it certainly did. But Magna's got now one hundred and seventy five thousand jobs, huh? Yeah. Employed, huh? I mean, yeah. that's a major, major 
well, major, major company. And you're right in the book, and you've said often that uh, jobs are the new political currency in the 21st century. I mean, if you can supply jobs. Jobs, that's right. Because, you know, we are not aware yet. Uh, the society is not aware yet. There's more and more automation. Right. Okay. That means more and more robotics. There'll be less and less people involved. What are we going to do with all the people? And who are the, who are the, the, bene, the benefactors of, call it, of this new society uh, emerging, right? We, we, we're missing the boat. We haven't, uh, we, those are very important subjects, uh, which, uh, you know, you don't learn that in school. Like, uh, fortunately, I've gone to, uh, to all steps of, from uh, socioeconomics or social cases to to production to business, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But Frank, then what is the answer? I mean, it gets back to the uh, original question. You know, Trump's trying to bring back manufacturing. Can we go back to a manufacturing economy? Ontario's lost that. It's sort of gone away because we're not competitive. Hydro rates are too high. How do we get back if to that? If you don't go back to manufacturing, right, then you will sink to a third or fourth. Uh, degree uh, uh, underdeveloped in time, right? Because if you can't make things, then uh, well, what you you know you you are you're not competitive. Well, all right. What are the jobs of the future then? Because of robotics and uh, automation, they're going to do the bulk of manufacturing. What do you see as the jobs of the future? The jobs of the future would be uh, would be food, huh? Really? Yeah, yeah, poopy food because right now, you know, society is at a crossroad, right? Uh, Stephen Hawkins said maximum 100 years for the planet Earth. Huh? We are overpopulated and we are, you know, we are, the planet Earth cannot sustain the way we go things. You know, the oceans are swamped with plastics, etc., etc. So we have major, major problems. So we got to take a look. And nowadays, when you, I'm, I'm, I'm coming back to foods now, now, even all our kids are allergic to, to, to you know, and if, when I was a kid, uh, allergies, uh, that was, uh, yeah. we didn't know that in our vocabulary. No, now right? everybody is, eh? Yeah, now everybody <laughs> is, right? So that means we, you know, why? Because we eat a lot of chemicals. You got all those industrial farms, and industrial farms, you don't see no more eagles fly. Really? For the, yeah, for the simple reason, there's no rabbits down there, no pheasants, <laughs> right? Oh, because really? they all buy the sprays and so on. It's on. So that's our problems, right? We have uh, we have uh, two major problems. One would be how can we avoid an atomic war, right? That's our uh, number one problem. Right. The next problem is what do we do? We poison society. Well, all right. I didn't know uh, yeah. the eagles are not flying <laughs> yeah. because there's no rabbits. Yeah, there's, there's no, no rabbits, rabbits, no pheasants. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, to everything, there's a reason and the rationale. Yeah, you, yeah. You've obviously studied this. Yeah. I wanted, probably at uh, your big farm there where you're growing a lot of beef in an interesting way in Ocala, Florida, I wanted to talk about that and uh, your plans with the Pimlico Racetrack, which uh, hosts the Preakness, which is one of the three legs in the Triple Crown, obviously is one of the preeminent horse breeders and uh, track owners on the planet. Uh, uh, you have some interesting developments on both fronts. We'll come back and we'll talk some more about those things with Frank Stronick in studio here on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.